welcome to Hairstylist Rising podcast. Together, we are going to dive deep into mindset, marketing, and finding fulfillment in this beautiful industry. I'm your host, Jody Brown, and I am a hairstylist veteran turned online entrepreneur and mindful marketing mentor just for beauty pros. No topic is off limits. We are going to pull back the curtain and discover the success secrets of hairstylists that are rising. Welcome back to the Hairstylist Rising podcast. We're going to keep the intro short and sweet today because today's topic is extra juicy. We're going to talk about how to make more money, honey. (laughs) I've got eight highly actionable tips and strategies to help you boost your business where it really counts. That bottom line. Speaking of money, before we dive into today's episode, don't forget you can score a $100 gift card to anywhere you want simply by leaving a review for this podcast. The winner will be drawn on September 15th. All right, so let's go ahead and dive into our first category. I have eight for you today, and you may want to grab a notebook because these are super, super important. Some are going to surprise you, and some are going to be a really good reminder because you've probably heard of them, but you're probably not doing them. All right. So the first thing that you can do to make more money is make it easy to book with you. I want to start off by telling you a story. This actually happened to my best friend just about a month ago, and she lives in another part of the country and was looking for a new hairstylist. So she obviously asked me about who I would recommend based on, you know, my expertise in the industry. So I made a suggestion for a salon based on one that I had seen online. They seem to have an amazing culture, gorgeous location, really cool vibe, and of course, super talented stylists. So I had come across this particular salon because one of the co-owners is actually a hair influencer in her own right. So her work had popped up a lot on my Instagram and her work was absolutely stunning. So after checking out her salon, uh, it was obvious the rest of the salon was too. So I made the recommendation for her to check them out because they were in her city. She loved everything she saw because she went and checked them out on Instagram as well and then looked at their website. They had a gorgeous website. So she decided to book an appointment for her haircut. (laughs) And unfortunately, that was where the excitement ended because she looked on their beautiful website and had a really hard time locating the booking system, but eventually she found it. So It was mildly annoying, but hey, I recommended them, she thought, and my opinion is worth quite a bit when it comes to salons, so she decided to brush it off and just keep going. She then spent a while finding a time that worked for her and decoding the complicated service menu. So I want to also say that she was looking for a haircut. There were so many different options for haircuts um, and just the way that they were inputted into the booking system, it took her quite a while to even find how that, how to book in for a haircut. So again, mildly annoying, but not a deal breaker yet. So she found the spot that worked for her. She went to go book the appointment and grabbed her credit card because a deposit was required, which she was totally fine with. But she realized that she couldn't actually input her credit card into their system. So she had to put a deposit down to secure the appointment, but there was nowhere for her to put her credit card in. So 
she then realized that she was going to have to call to do this. And the whole reason that she was booking online is because it was so much more convenient for her. So now she was pretty irritated, but she kind of explained to me that since she'd already spent so much time trying to book this appointment, she was just like, well, I mean, she didn't want to start the process over again, which I mean, we all know she wouldn't have had to, but anyways, she went ahead and put the deposit down and the appointment got booked and she was just like, okay, perfect. She just started looking forward to her haircut. And she actually had shared with me that it kind of did like dim her excitement for this particular appointment, but she was like, okay, whatever, like it's done. So a couple days later, she got a phone call that she had actually been double booked and the stylist wasn't available at that time. So instead of trying to find a similar appointment time that worked for her, she was told to just go back online and book and that her existing deposit would be fine. So she figured, okay, I've already put the deposit. What choice do I have? And <laughs> the kicker here is that when she logged on to see the appointment they had just canceled her for was still available. So this salon had glowing reviews, amazing testimonials, an expert recommendation, beautiful branding, influencer, educator, owner. And honestly, none of that mattered because because the booking system was so complicated and because she did not feel valued, she felt like she wasn't important to that business. And now she definitely will never go back. And now I definitely will never recommend them to anyone else again, because the client felt as though she wasn't important. And the salon acted like they were doing her a favor by booking her. So the best way for you to make more money is to realize that the experience begins when they book. You cannot let this happen. Now, this is an extreme case, but stylists are losing clients by not having convenient booking options every single day. I know I've said this before, but if you don't have online booking, you are losing clients, period. And you know, it's not enough to just have online booking. You need to make sure that it is streamlined, it is easy for your clients to find and that you are making it a good experience from the get-go. So if you require deposits for appointments, make sure that you are able, that they are able to leave a deposit for the appointment. You know, the experience, like I said, begins when they book the appointment, not when the client sits in your chair. So Streamlining your booking process will have immediate return on investment and salon owners, yes, even if you have a receptionist, you still need online booking. Not having it will cost you. So the first way to make more money, think about how you can make the booking process as easy and enjoyable as humanly possible and make sure that your clients feel as valued during the booking process as they do when they sit in your chair. Because honestly, you could be losing them well before you ever see them. We talk about retention. Um, after a visit, it's a lot easier to build that retention once they've already met you and they love their hair. Think about how hard it would be to build retention for someone who's never even seen you before. 
That's what's happening when you make it difficult to book or you make people feel unvalued when they book. And this is something that is really, really important. So I want you to really concentrate on that. So, all right, let's move into our second way. Lean into retail. It's good for you and it's good for your clients. So according, this is interesting, according to a survey conducted by Florida-based hair care company, Care Therapy, out of 10,000 women surveyed, so that's a pretty big sample, 8,000 of them or 80% said they wished their stylist mentioned additional services or retail products that would help with their hair concerns. 8,000 women or 80%. That means 80% of those women didn't feel like they were getting sufficiently educated about retail and additional services by their clients. So somewhere along the line, hairstylists started feeling like selling was bad. And clearly, clients do not share this view. They want to be educated. We are going to get into the service part in a minute, but let's start with retail. First, and most obvious, every single one of your clients, bare minimum, is using shampoo and conditioner or some kind of co-wash in their hair. You choose the products that you carry in your salon because you truly believe that they are high quality and make a difference in the hair, right? So with those two facts, first being that all of your clients are using it, and second being that you chose the products that you carry for a good reason, why the resistance to educating them on how those, these hair products that you love can help them get the absolute best results and longevity from what you did in the salon. If retail feels slimy and salesy to you, it's definitely hurting your bottom line, and it's probably hurting your ability to operate as the professional and the best possible stylist for your clients. Because this is a given. This fact that I'm about to share with you should be a given. You should never, ever, ever sell something to a client that they don't need or won't benefit from. Okay? So, With all things being equal, we have now acknowledged at no point are we ever going to try to sell someone someone that they don't need or can't benefit from. So if you take that completely out of the equation, which you absolutely should, what's left? Educating clients on products that they will love will improve their hair and that realistically, they would be buying from somewhere else anyways. If your clients are using products that are not from a professional salon or aren't salon grade, it's likely that they aren't getting the best possible results from the services you're providing, right? We can all agree on that. And if they are using professional salon products, why not be the one who provides them? I remember hearing in many retail classes at the beginning of my career that for each retail product a client took home, they were 30% more likely to come back to you than if they took nothing home. So if they bought one product, 30%, two products, 60%, and three products, 90%. Okay. I remember hearing this so many times in PK classes when I first got into the hair industry and throughout the years. Now, I couldn't find specific data to back this up. I heard a lot of, I found a lot of anecdotal data, but no specific data, but Even if we're not married to those numbers, the one thing I think we can all agree on is that 
Retail increases your retention. Maybe not the specific percentages, but it's definitely a fact. And according to Jim Bauer, who is the founder and CEO of Salon Interactive, data from their software, which is used in salons, actually tells us that retail completes the service and drives client satisfaction. He is quoted as saying, with a retail sale, retention rates go up, productivity goes up, and clients are three times more likely to return. So all KPIs, key performance indicators, circle back to retail. So increasing retention in itself is a great way to make more money, not to mention the money that you actually make off of the product. So as a commission stylist, it's reasonable to expect 10 to 15% as retail commission. And if you are an independent stylist or salon owner, your profit margins on products should be three to five times that, okay? I also see salon owners and suite owners thinking outside the box when it comes to retail, which I think is brilliant. Could you retail lashes, accessories, or partner with a local candle maker possibly? These are ways to bring in additional revenue and network in your community, which is a win-win. All right, this next one ties into the survey that I referenced at the beginning of the retail segment, because not only did the women surveyed talk about wanting to be educated about products, they wanted to be educated about add-on services as well. (laughs) You probably know this one, but I want you to be really honest with yourself. Are you doing it? So upselling deep conditioning treatments, extended scalp massages, glazes for haircut only clients, smoothing treatments, etc., will not only boost your bottom line, but it will actually make your clients feel more pampered and like you actually care because you are taking the time to educate them on the best course of action for their hair and or extra ways that you can pamper them. The friend I mentioned at the very beginning of this episode was super excited when she finally got the haircut she was trying to book at a different salon with an easier booking system. And the stylist she saw, instead of making her feel like an afterthought, actually offered her a glaze to tone down her highlight she's growing out and a moisturizing mask to help make her hair softer and shinier. And after her appointment, she, A, was in love with her hair, and she also shared with me that her stylist taking the time to suggest that for her, um, it made her feel like her stylist really cared. So at no point did she think, oh, the stylist is just trying to sell me something. That's not how she saw it at all. How she saw it was that her stylist saw something that could benefit her hair and offered her a service that she didn't realize that she needed. And afterwards, the results spoke for themselves and she was thrilled. Consequently, she has already pre-booked her next appointment with this hairstylist. So again, You need to stop spending your clients' money for them, okay? You need to stop thinking that the best possible customer service is keeping the price as low as possible. That mindset shift is vital if you want to make more money and build a thriving and sustainable business, okay? We're not talking about gouging people here. We are not talking about selling people things that they do not need, okay? What we're talking about is providing a service and allowing your clients to make their own decisions. You're not forcing anything on anyone. You're just informing them of what will be the most top recommended thing that will give them the best results from their appointment. 
and leaving that decision up to them instead of pre-deciding, oh no, they're not going to want to spend more money. I'm just not even going to offer. You are doing your clients and yourself a disservice with this attitude, okay? So that is something that is really, really important that you shift your mindset around. The lowest possible price game is a losing strategy because there will always be someone willing to undercut you, okay? The way to win is to create an experience, make your guests feel special, pampered, and like you really want what is best for them, okay? I know that you do. You know that you do but make sure they know that you do. We have all been told adding deep conditioning treatments is an amazing way to boost revenue. So I'm not telling you anything you don't already know, but the trick here is to switch your mindset around add-on services and then actually execute. I want to walk you through a little math exercise right now. Don't worry, I'll do the math for you. If you see four clients a day and you work four days a week. So that's pretty, that would be like a pretty great schedule, right? Like that's not anything that's overworking anyone. And then let's say you take four weeks vacation a year and you charge even $20 for an upsell treatment. Okay. So let's assume that it costs you $5 in product, which is probably more than it will cost you. So you're profiting $15 from every upsell treatment. That is an additional revenue of $11,520 a year, okay? $11,520. That is a lot of money. So this next tip deserves to be on its own separate category because of how often this isn't happening. So the next way to make more money is to make sure you are actually charging for the upgrades and extra products that you use. One way to make more money instantly is to make sure you're properly billing your clients. And I'm not talking about raising your prices. I'm just talking about making sure that you're actually adding on those extra bowls and those extra products and those upsells and those Olaplex treatments and all of the things. I see so many stylists in my one-to-one coaching who are adding in free Olaplex and deep conditioners and glazes and all the things, which would be fine but they're not charging for them. Okay. Now I want to make this clear. It's absolutely fine to include these in your services. If that's the model you want to operate under, but you have to make sure you are charging for it. It is likely that you're losing more money than you can even comprehend. If you are adding on an extra bowl here and an extra treatment here and not charging for it. So Operating under the same equation as the additional money you can make, let's talk about what could be happening if you're undercharging or not charging. So if you undercharge or don't charge for $20 worth of product on each client, which is not a lot, that is not hard to do, you would be losing under the same like four days a week, four clients a day, and taking four weeks vacation a year you would be losing $15,360 per year by undercharging only $20 on each client. Let that sink in because honestly, you're probably thinking, oh, that kind of seems like an exaggeration, but I see smart, talented, amazing hairstylists who don't even realize this is happening all the time, all the time. So I want you to repeat this like a mantra. 
pricing as low as possible does not equal good service. Okay? Pricing as low as possible does not equal good service. Spending your client's money for them is not helping anyone. Okay? So moving on to the next way you can make more money in your business instantly, don't overstock or overorder color. I know going to Cosmoprof is fun, right? But do you really want to be spending all your hard-earned cash on supplies? I've definitely been guilty of this in the past when I first went independent and it eats into your profits real quick. So a few episodes ago, I talked about Salon Scale and the fact that they have introduced a new feature that will actually create color orders for you based on your usage. So if you are not a naturally organized person and systems are difficult for you, I understand and you're not alone. And I'm in fact one of those people. A lot of us creatives are like this, but there are tools that you can use to make your life way easier and to make sure you stop wasting money on things that you don't need in your business. I know this one isn't sexy, but it's effective and the extra fun things or financial goals you achieve are sexy. Think of how sexy an extra vacation a year is, right? So it kind of balances out. And next, we're going to talk pricing. Make sure your prices make sense across all your services, okay? So you could unknowingly be performing services that don't make you as much money as others if you're basing your pricing strictly on the salon you used to work at or prices in your area or just pulling numbers out of nowhere. You should know how long they take you and how much they cost you in order to make those prices make sense. So I'm just going to give you an example. Say you charge $100 for a haircut and it takes you an hour and it doesn't cost you anything. And then you charge $100 for a color that takes an hour and a half and costs you product. Something has got to give, right? So don't just assume that you know, oh, I make more money if I do color or I make more money if I do balayage because it is a higher ticket price. Okay. But what are you using and how many hours is it taking you? Because essentially that's what everything should be based upon, right? So another thing I see that is costing you money is that I see stylists only adding the product costs for things like toners or shadow roots. Why are we doing this? <laughs> it's so, it makes no sense to me. It's taking additional time. And even though you think you're being nice, um, something that Dawn Bradley said to me, so she's a mentor that I worked with, and she says this all the time. She didn't say it to me, but I've heard her say this, that people can't thank you for a favor that they don't know they're getting. And this is what you're doing when you are cutting all these corners with your pricing and just adding in all these little free things. You're not even mentioning it to your clients. You're just, you're just cutting out of your profits, right? And that's not fair to you. So all you're really doing is putting yourself in a position where you end up resenting your clients, burning out and not reaching your full potential. That's not good for anyone. Not you, not your family, not your clients. So not everyone is looking for the cheapest possible thing. You deserve to have confidence in yourself. You deserve to be making a great living. Loving your job and being financially secure do not have to be mutually exclusive. So make those prices make sense, okay? All right, moving on to our last point and one of my favorites actually introduce maintenance services, and then 
actually market them and talk about them. So here's something that might surprise you. A lot of your clients have zero idea that maintenance services even exist. All right. They do not know that they can come in and get just their face frame brightened and a glaze. They do not know that they can come in for a trim and a treatment. They do not know that there is a lower investment option that enables them to see you more often. They just do not know this. Okay. Let that sink in. A lot of them have no idea. And you know what that means? It effectively makes it impossible for them to do it, right? So here's the thing. Posting about the glaze service that you offer once doesn't cut it. Having it in your service options for online booking for them to maybe see if they want doesn't cut it. Do you know where the places to talk about maintenance services are? One, the initial consultation. And two, consistently in your marketing. So when a client sits in your chair, whether it's the first time and they're or they're a regular and you're doing a consultation. So if someone comes in for a balayage, for instance, you will automatically include in your consultation moving forward that the recommended schedule for when you'd like to see them. Right. And then you're going to talk about how they can maintain the best results. And this is where you talk about how they can get the most out of their color. So with balayage services, I love them because it allows people to go well. However, there is just the solid fact that the toner is going to rinse out after a period of time, right? So that's not going to last six months, even if the blend does. And again, we're not forcing anything. We're just educating, right? So when you're doing your consultation, you can say something along the lines of, you know, the balayage grows out beautifully. So as far as maintenance, it it really is just dependent on how often you want to move it up. However, the toning part of the service, they only last for X amount of weeks or, you know, X amount of months, depending on how you want to phrase it. So in order to get the absolute best and keep it looking as fresh as possible in between your appointments, I recommend that my guests come back in every whatever amount of time for a refresh on the toner and possibly a treatment to keep your hair feeling really healthy and looking the absolute best it can be. Okay. So you're not forcing anything. You're not saying you have to be back. You're saying if you want to maintain the toner that we achieved today, if you want to have the absolute best results 365 days a year and keep your hair looking its best, this is what I recommend. Get really, really comfortable with recommending what you think is best for your clients and then letting them make the decision, okay? So again, you don't have to decide how your clients spend their money. You don't know if it's, you know, maybe coming in for that toner is going to make them extra confident and make them feel extra great. Maybe they want to be able to pamper themselves more often. They just know, I don't need my balayage done every eight weeks, right? So just try to step out of that habit of spending their money for them. Now, you also want to consistently mention this in your marketing. So, on Instagram, in your email newsletters, in your print material if you have any, or elsewhere. Talk about it. So take photos and videos of clients who just come in for a toner. You don't have to only take photos and videos of clients who are getting an overhaul, okay? You can leverage them to remind your existing clients how fresh and beautiful their hair looks after a toner. Sometimes 
they could just see that photo and be like, oh, like I miss when my color was fresh. And it just gives them that tiny bit of FOMO and they want to freshen it back up. Okay, I know I said this was the last one, but I've got a little bonus surprise tip for you. And you're not going to be surprised to hear this from me. A really great way to make more money is to become a brand that commands premium prices. Create an amazing experience, market to your dream clients in a specific niche. Specialists can charge more than generalists, okay? And I want you to remember, there will always be cheaper or more convenient places, okay? If you're relying on low price and being the most convenient, all it's going to take is a slightly cheaper and slightly more convenient salon to pop up, right? And then that's it. That's what you had and that's gone. So they're not great tactics for business building. You want to make sure that you're actively communicating the value and building a brand that makes you and your services and what you have to offer irreplaceable to your dream clients. That is the way to future-proof your business. That is the way to build fans versus just clients. And that is the way that you are going to position yourself for long-term sustainable success in this industry. Okay. And I just want you to leave you off with this one super important mindset tip. Okay. You can be an amazing stylist. You can care about your clients deeply and you can build a really beautiful, profitable, wealthy, and fulfilling business all at the same time. Okay. There's nothing that says that you charging what you're worth and making a great living makes you any less genuine or any less caring and makes your intentions any worse. Okay. So I want you to think about this. Stop spending your clients money. Okay. That's the first thing you want to do. Stop spending their money, educate them on the options and allow them to make their own decisions because a lot of people, myself included, actually want to be pampered. All right. And don't forget, until September 15th, leave a review for this podcast and you could win a $100 gift certificate to wherever you want. So thank you so much for joining me on the Hairstylist Rising podcast, and I will see you same place, same time next week.